0: Hey, how's it going? Sam Bass here. I'd like to talk a little bit about string theory in this episode. I want to thank my sources space.com and livescience.com and I'll put the links in the description. Alright, let's get started. String theory aims to address various theoretical conundrums, the most important being how gravity works for tiny objects like electrons and photons. General relativity describes gravity as a reaction of large objects like planets to curved regions of space, but theoretical physicists think gravity should behave more like magnetism. Fridge magnets stick because their particles are swapping photons with fridge particles. Theorists can predict what a gravity particle should look like, but when they try to calculate what happens when two gravitons smash together, they get an infinite amount of energy packed into a small space, a sure sign that the math is missing something. String theory is the attempt to unite the two pillars of 20th century physics, quantum mechanics and Albert Einstein's theory of relativity, It tries to do so by proposing that particles are one-dimensional, string-like entities whose vibrations determine the properties of the particles, including their mass and charge. This counterintuitive idea was first developed in the 1960s and 70s when strings were used to model data coming out of subatomic colliders in, in Europe. Strings and only strings can collide and rebound cleanly without implying physically impossible infinities. String theory changes the scene on the standard description of the universe by replacing all matter and force particles with just one element, tiny vibrating strings that twist and turn in complicated ways that, from our point of view, look like particles. A A string of a particular length hitting hitting specific note gains gains the properties of a photon, and another string folded and vibrating with a different frequency plays the role of a a quark. In addition to taming gravity, the framework proved worthy of its potential to explain so-called fundamental constants like the electron's mass. The next step would be to find the right way to describe the folding and movement of strings. There is hope, and everything else would follow. But that simplicity turned out to come at the cost of unexpected complexity. uh, String math did not work in the familiar four dimensions. It required six additional dimensions visible only to the strings. Adding to the headache, physicists had come up with five conflicting string theories by the mid-1980s. Over the next decade, scientists exploring the relationships between the five theories began to find unexpected connections, which Edward Witten, a theorist at the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton, New Jersey, gathered up and presented at a 1995 string theory conference at the University of Southern California. Witten argued that the five string that the five string theories each represented a, an approximation of a more fundamental 11-dimensional theory in a particular situation. Strings are too small to detect with any conceivable technology, but one but one early theoretical success was their ability to describe black hole entropy in 1996. Entropy refers to the number of ways that you can arrange the parts of a system, but without being able to see into the depths of a black hole, no one knows what type of particles lie inside or what arrangements they can take. But still, in the early 1970s, Stephen Hawking and others showed how to calculate the entropy, suggesting that black holes have some type of internal structure. Most attempts to describe the black hole's makeup fall short, but measuring the configurations of hypothetical strings does the trick. String theory has been able to give a spot on counting, Taylor says, not just roughly getting it right. String framework still faces many challenges. However, it produces an impossible number of ways to fold up the extra dimensions that all seem to fit the broad features of the standard model of particle physics with little hope of distinguishing which is the right one. The models also don't seem to describe an expanding universe. A number of physicists, such as Peter Woit of Columbia University, view these differences from reality as as fatal flaws. The basic problem with string theory unification research is not that progress has been slow over the past 30 years, he wrote on his blog, but that it has been negative with everything learned showing more clearly why the idea doesn't work. I would I want to thank my sources again. Space.com and live science.com. They have some interesting interesting things on their sites. And I'll put those links. In the description. Alright, so I'm, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a good one. Take it easy.